Good morning, and welcome back to another edition of our Anchored in the Word Morning Reflection, also a new week. And I uh, hope that you enjoyed this passage of scripture as we dealt with it on Sunday, um, if you're part of our church family. And for everyone else, we are in Psalm 35 this week. And uh, rather than reading the entire passage as I typically do, because it's 28 verses, I'm just going to read a portion of it each of our uh, sessions that we deal with this passage. And I want to begin with some introductory thoughts and I think that they'll, they'll really help prepare us to think about this throughout the rest of the week. So Psalm 35, and what we'll do this morning is we'll read verses 1 down to verse 10. It says, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded, put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him, yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. Now this, this psalm, Psalm 35, is a psalm that... Uh, Maybe when we're reading through our Bibles, we read through this passage of Scripture, and we say, well, that's an unusual portion of Scripture. Here is David uh, asking God to judge his enemies. And uh, it's not the harshest of the more imprecatory-oriented psalms, but it is a psalm that uh, David is calling for, for God to fight on his behalf. And so this leads us to understand that there are certain situations where it's not just okay, but it's actually appropriate to appeal to God to be our deliverer and to defend us and to actually go on the offensive against someone who has become an enemy to us when the cause of that enemy is unjust. And our cause, in fact, is just. And so that's what we see in Psalm 35. David is appealing to God to fight for him. In fact, I'd summarize it like this. Psalm 35 gives us a transparent look into the prayer life of a believer who has experienced the painful effects of injustice at the hands of a close associate and how this believer processes the pain that he's experiencing in a godly way. That is what Psalm 35 is all about. It's going to give us a lot of insight into this concept of suffering, and it's going to give us insight into how to appeal to God and how to lament before God, what it means to lament before God. It's also going to give us insight into the tensions that we experience in moments and seasons like this. So I think that the things that we'll share this week from the Word of God are going to be extremely encouraging and helpful to you. But I want to begin with this in our introductory thought. Pain is an experience that afflicts all of us. Uh, it is impossible for us to live in a fallen world without experiencing certain seasons of affliction. 
And those, those types of afflictions can be very diverse. Sometimes there are financial afflictions. Sometimes there are afflictions of internal conscience. Sometimes there are afflictions because of physical infirmities that we experience. In this situation, it's a very particular kind of affliction. It's an affliction of relationship. And it's not just someone who you would have assumed to be an enemy, but it's someone who, as we read through the Psalm, it, it appears that David was close to this person at some point, and they were actually exploiting the closeness that they experienced with David. We don't know if it's an Absalom scenario or a Saul scenario uh, or an Ahithophel scenario, but this is someone who David, uh, he loved them. He cared about them. He was close to them on some level. And so this concept of painful experiences and affliction in the Christian life, they are a part of life. And we have to come to terms with that reality. In fact, the scriptures speak transparently about this concept of being afflicted. For instance, in Job 5, 7, it says that men are born of troubles as sparks fly upward. Just like you would be sitting there and you're around a campfire and you, you knock that wood and all of a sudden you see these sparks go up in the air. He said, well, it's just a natural part of life. Trouble is a natural part of life. Job 14, 1, man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. Our lives are short and the time that we spend on this earth does have season. It will have seasons of tremendous hardship and difficulty and trouble as Job describes it. And Job is saying that because that is his personal experience in the moment when the book of Job is talking about it. Ecclesiastes 9, 12, it says, man also knoweth not his time as the fish that are taken in an evil net, and as the bird that is caught in a snare, so are the sons of man snared in an evil time when it falleth suddenly upon them. We can't always predict when we're going to enter into a season like this. Sometimes we can, but sometimes we can't. Sometimes it is a completely unforeseen situation. And in Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about this. Even in the Psalm, Psalm 34, 17, it says that the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. So lots of scripture talks about suffering, hardship, affliction, trouble. We need to recognize that this is something we're going to encounter. And because we're going to encounter it, we need to encounter it with a worldview that is shaped by the Bible. And this Psalm is one of those examples. In verse one, he talks about how these people were striving with him. In verse three, he says that they were persecuting him. In verse seven, he says that they were doing this without cause and they hid a net in a pit for his soul. In verse 11, it says that these people were false witnesses and they laid charges on him that he was, that he did not know. The idea is that they were saying he did things that he'd never done. He'd never experienced those things. They were false accusations. In verse 12, he says that they rewarded him evil for good. They devised deceitful matters. They rejoiced at his harm. So when David is writing these verses, Psalm 35, he's writing as someone who, from his perspective, is being persecuted, is being lied about, is being treated with evil 
even though he has given them good. People who want him to be harmed. That's a painful reality. And the simple fact is that even godly people, in fact, in some contexts, especially the godly, will experience these kinds of things because of their association with truth and because they are trying to the very best of their ability to walk in conformity to God's purposes. So you say, well, what do we take away from this? Well, the first thing I want you to take away from this is that if you are in a, in a season of trouble and hardship, you need to read Psalm 35. I want to encourage you, spend time with us in this text of scripture. There's a lot that you can be encouraged by here. There's a lot that can, that can shape how you respond in those circumstances. It may be that this morning you say, I'm not in a difficult place, and I'm thankful for that. I'm glad that you're not. But part of being a godly person is learning how to prepare for the evil day. In Ephesians chapter 6, he talks about putting on the whole armor of God, that we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, and we'll be able to stand in the evil day. So even if we're not yet in an affliction period, a time of trouble, we need to prepare ourselves for that eventual reality. And in these verses, you're going to find comfort. You're going to find encouragement and strength and instruction. And so I want to encourage you this week, please join us for this study and share it with people that could potentially benefit by it. Share us uh, some of your thoughts or a word of encouragement if you find it to be an encouragement to you. Send questions if that's something that you need to do as well. And Lord willing, we'll continue our series tomorrow. So have a blessed morning and uh, praying for each of you. Have a good day. Bye now.